to Living Life. My name is Mike, and I had the privilege of sharing the Word of God for you today. Uh, you know, a few months ago, I was able to meet up with some of my relatives, and one of them being was my cousin, uh, some of the cousins that I haven't seen in decades. And as we got a chance to reconnect, uh, we shared stories uh, about our past and what had transpired um, over the years. And as we got connected, uh, we wanted to stay in touch with each other, and we shared with uh, each other our emails and our phone numbers uh, so that we can keep the lines of communications open. And recently, my cousin, who is out in the East Coast, sent me photos uh, back in the day as he was going through uh, his parents' belongings. He found some pictures uh, back in the day when I was just out of college. And I look so different. And, you know, my kids have been asking me, you know, what I look like and what I was like when I was younger. And as soon as I got those pictures, um, I was able to show my kids uh, so that they can take a look at it. And when they saw that, they couldn't believe uh, the type of person that I was. And it's important for us to know our history, to look back and to know who we are, because we can see how God has been at work in us. And today, as we look at the passage, we'll be reminded of who our God is as we look at the end of Deuteronomy, as we look at it together. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 30 through chapter 32, verse 14. And Moses recited the words of this song from beginning to end in the hearing of the whole assembly of Israel. Listen, you heavens, and I will speak. Hear, you earth, the words of my mouth. Let my teaching fall like rain and my words descend like dew, like showers on new grass, like abundant rain on tender plants. I will proclaim the name of the Lord. O oh, praise the greatness of our God. He is the rock, his works are perfect, and all his ways are just. A faithful God who does no wrong, upright and just is he. They are corrupt and not his children. To their shame, they are a warped and crooked generation. Is this the way you repay the Lord, you foolish and unwise people? Is he not your father, your creator, who made you and formed you? Remember the days of old, consider the generations long past. Ask your father and he will tell you, your elders, and they will explain to you. When the Most High gave the nations their inheritance, when he divided all mankind, he set up boundaries for the peoples according to the number of the sons of Israel. For the Lord's portion is his people, Jacob his allotted inheritance. In a desert land he found him, in a barren and howling waste. He shielded him and cared for him. He guarded him as the apple of his eye. Like an eagle that stirs up its nest and hovers over its young, that spreads its wing to catch them and carries them aloft. The Lord alone led him. No foreign god was with him. 
He made him ride on the heights of the land and fed him with the fruit of the fields. He nourished him with honey from the rock and with oil from the flinty crag, with curds and milk from herd and flock, and with fattened lambs and goats, with choice rams of Bashan and the finest curdles of wheat. You drank the foaming blood of the grape. And so as we look together in Deuteronomy uh, chapter 32, uh, we see that they are preparing to enter into the promised land. And before they get there, Moses wants to make sure that his people are aware of what is expected and how they are to approach this new land. And as he gives them uh, final instructions, he does it in the form of a song. And through that, he tells them to remember the character of God. We see this in verses 1 to 4. And as you've been, if you've been following along in the book of Deuteronomy, uh, you'll be familiar that uh, as they're at the end of wandering in the desert, now they're about to enter into what is finally their destination that they've been waiting for so long. And like any good leader or like any parent, uh, he's giving them instructions in terms of what to do and how they are to act as they enter into this land. And... Uh, Moses here gathers, uh, gets everyone around him, and he addresses them. And he does it in a poetic way to get his message uh, to heaven and earth. And everyone there is a witness uh, to this covenant between God and Israel. And the whole point of this song is for everyone to remember uh, who their God is. And uh, we see that it's important that they realize this uh, in their lives. Uh, you know, in our society, we put a lot of emphasis on autographs. And I remember when I was younger, I saw some famous people at a restaurant, and I was feeling so excited to go up to them and asking them for their autographs or signatures uh, because they have accomplished great things in their lives, and I wanted to keep that as a memory uh, for my life. And, you know, the name is only valuable if that person has done something to contribute to society or something that's memorable in their lives. And God, in this passage, we see uh, is worthy and that uh, he is the center of this song that uh, Moses is giving to all the people who are there. And at the end of verse 3, uh, in, it includes this song talking about the greatness of God. Uh, so there is no one in history who has fulfilled the promises provided for or cared for uh, anyone as much as God has. And God here is also referred to as a rock in verse 4. Uh, God is also described as perfect and just. Uh, not only that, but He is faithful and He is without sin. That is the God that we serve and that is the God who is here with us today. And I can't think of anyone who possesses these qualities that God has in, in our lives. Uh, only God can be described in this way. Then in verse 5 to 6, Moses then rebukes the Israelites because as their leader, he knows their tendencies. He accuses them of being corrupt, that they are wicked in a crooked generation. And as their leader, he knows uh, how quickly the Israelites will forget their God in their lives. Uh, and so that leads into the transition 
of telling them to remember the faithfulness of God in verses 7 to 14. Uh, we see that God talks about the faithfulness of our Lord. It's always important to look back and to see the hand of God even though the Israelites had been rebellious um, in their lives. A way to be reminded of God's faithfulness is to ask your elders. Uh, you know, in our church, we have a group of young adults, and they meet weekly to do Bible study and to fellowship together. Uh, and there are some people uh, who are in the older age bracket, uh, who are married, who have children, some have grandchildren, and they request to join our group, uh, this young adult group, so that they can hear for them, but also uh, contribute and helping them so that they won't make the same mistakes that they did uh, in their past. <clears throat> uh, sometimes uh, we need those kinds of people in our lives uh, to remind us uh, of what it's like and how we ought to live our lives for the Lord. And uh, so that they can impart their wisdom and their knowledge of what has taken place in their lives. And I'm so thankful for them uh, because they've learned so much and they want this next generation to uh, be raised up in such a way that will bring glory and honor to our God. And, you know, like a parent speaking to his child, God reminds the Israelites of how he took care of them and how they were wandering in the desert when they were clueless, when they were hungry, when they were thirsty. Who was the one to take care of them? Uh, who went down and provided for them in such a way that only God can? And in some ways, uh, we need to be reminded of what, as well, our parents who took care of us. And when we see our parents, you know, when we celebrate days like Mother's Day or Father's Day or even Parents' Day, uh, we think about our parents. And as we do so, may that get a, give us a glimpse of who our God is as well. You know, what more can we ask of God? The God who has been with us, the God has provided us and walked with us every step of the way. As we see here in Scripture and as we study it together, let's be reminded of that God who is with us here today. And as we look back, as we see here in Deuteronomy chapter 32, it's important for us to look back, to focus on the character of God, to remember His faithfulness. And I want to encourage you, uh, a way that we can practice that. I know for me, what I found helpful is going through the alphabet and using each letter uh, to use that to refer to God uh, and describing who He is. You know, for instance, if you look at the letter A, you can use that to say how awesome uh, God is. Uh, and using that to uh, exercise and to uh, remember that God is the one who is taking care of us. And so let's be reminded of this and pray through it together. Let us pray. Uh, Father, we thank you for your good character. Thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness. Help us, Lord, never to forget but to always walk with you and to know you and to have you in our lives. And we just pray that uh, through this time, uh, Father, as you speak your words, uh, grant us your love and your understanding, Lord. Uh, we thank you and we love you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
a single soul Lichina Fardal and stepping in closer 